Hello everyone, happy Thursday. My name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral People, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the Six Nations that run six miles on each side of the Grand River. Now this show will be live every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m., And every week we are checking out a cool venue in town that is part of our local arts and culture scene. I'm here with my co-producer, Derek Rydell, who's on the sound, making us all sound good. How are you, Derek? I am very well. How are you, Allison? Yeah, also good. We're uh, we're here at the Walper Hotel tonight, upstairs on the second floor at the local lounge. This is my first time here. You've been here before, right? I I have been here before many years ago. my, my wife actually worked here as, mm-hmm. uh, as a bartender for a while, and I had a few friends. Uh, but this was quite a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> quite a while ago. Don't age yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> I always seem to do that during our show. I know. This. Um, well, the local was closed uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. And while the hotel opened up uh, a while ago, the local lounge has just recently opened its doors again. So feels really nice to have this space back. I feel like it's such a nice spot in downtown Kitchener. Like the grand piano when you walk up the stairs, like feels pretty special. That's I don't know cool. if there's a lot of bars and event spaces in downtown that have a big grand piano on display like that. Uh, I'm also a big fan of the teal couches. There's like some mood lighting here tonight, so you can't tell as much, but there's like beautiful forest green and deep teal couches which is just like my dream decor all the time yeah really really nice vibe really nice vibe going yeah yeah so they're they're doing a kickoff for their new music matters thursday night event series so tonight is the first night that they've done it uh the walper has partnered with friends not foes to have a dj here playing music from 5 to 10 p.m every thursday night So we're very excited to be here, uh, see all that's happening in downtown Kitchener and celebrate sort of a night out on Thursday with On The Scene. So there's lots to look forward to in the show tonight as always. Tonight we are shining the spotlight on Pinch Comedy. Pinch is a hub for performing arts in Kitchener-Waterloo and they are hosting another Together We're Boisterous comedy show at TWB Brewing on Saturday. So we'll be chatting with Pinch founder Ben Gordetsky and local comedian and writer Brayden Etienne, who is performing in the show. We're also going to give you a bunch of local arts and culture events happening this weekend. Like always, Stay Cold 2023 is here. The Irish Real Life Festival kicks off this weekend. And the Apollo Cinema has some amazing throwback films playing. Stay tuned to find out more. As always, we're going to kick things off with some local music. We're going to hear from local hip-hop artist Jarrell with his song, Somewhere.
and let you go. I caught a vibe with you for a minute, and I just leave you credible for. Now tell me why you tryna leave? You got a man, he won't even really see. Like where he at? Is he at the party? Let him be. Tell me some shawty. Like what it do? What it do? Show me how you move. I'm tryna end my night, end up in the sheets with you. You can't even explain the feeling, and I got you tied up, hands higher than the ceiling. Tell me if you tryna smoke, tell me if you tryna drink. I'm not even tryna thing. I just wanna lose my brain with you. I just like them things you do. Speaking in tongues, lips burning on the dance floor when we move. Can I meet you somewhere? Yeah. Can you tell me something? Can I meet you somewhere? Can you tell me something, shawty? Can you tell me something? Yeah. Can you tell me something? Yeah. Can you tell me something? Yeah. Yeah. We speaking with a body. Tell me something. Tell me something. I got some thoughts in my brain, includes me and you. We had a vibe before we even touched. That's why I think the things you do. To be a bro, the fact that you're feeling this verse is 'cause every man you've been with hasn't feeling you hurt, and everyone around you doesn't wanna see the next one thrive. I can see that you're from a different space and time. So baby, vibe with me, vibe with me. Take your time, take your time with me. Lose your mind, lose your mind with me. Just one time, one time with me. You only hear once, what you gon' do? I'm tryna lose the space between me and you. I can tell that you're feeling it, I feel it too. So tell me all the things that you gon' do. Can I meet you somewhere? Can you tell me something? Can I meet you somewhere? Can you tell me something, shawty? Can you tell me something? Yeah. Can you tell me something? Yeah. Can you tell me something? Yeah. Yeah, we speaking with our bodies. Yeah, yeah we speaking with our bodies. Yeah, yeah we speaking with our bodies. Yeah. Somewhere by local hip hop artist Jarrell here on Midtown Radio. Jarrell is going to be closing out the hip hop stage at Stay Cold 2023 this Saturday. Stay Cold is a huge festival put on by Pink Lemonade Records, who were our lovely guests last week, uh, Femme Folks Fest, Have Hope, and KW Punk Rock Flea Market. They're going to be bringing together 35 different musical acts. They have a main band stage, an acoustic stage, and a hip hop stage. 50 different artisan vendors, and the best thing is that tickets are $20. Gets you into the entire thing. You can hear all the bands, check out all the vendors. So if you want more info, you can check out Pink Lemonade Records on Instagram and see what's happening at Stay Cold 2023 this weekend. If you're just tuning in, welcome to On The Scene here on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and tonight we are going to be chatting all about the local arts and culture events happening in downtown and uptown. 
Tonight we're broadcasting live on location here at the Local Lounge in downtown Kitchener. If you haven't heard of the Local Lounge, it is the second floor of the Walper Hotel. And they just recently reopened their doors. And they've also sort of done a bit of shifting uh, with their menu. They're focusing on a ton of local ingredients and suppliers. And Derek and I grabbed a drink just as the show started. Derek, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, it's called Cherry Hill. Yeah. How is it? How are it, the first couple sips? It's, it's very tart. Uh, <laughs> tart, tangy, and fruity and sweet. It's very good. That it's sounds very good. good. Nice. I got the Basil Instinct, and I'm like a sucker for anything that has pineapple in it. Very good. Pineapple, basil, some lime juice, rum and sugar. You know it's what tasty. I've no- what I've noticed is, uh, well, it's great to have another great mm-hmm. cocktail bar yeah. in downtown Kitchener because downtown Kitchener is the place to go for cocktails. Yes. Like, there are so many great cocktail bars down here. Like, 100%. if you're serious about cocktails and serious about <laughs> drinking, you come downtown. Exactly, yeah. And honestly, this place is like bumping on a Thursday night. We got music, a DJ's here. Um, Yeah, I love it already. I'll definitely be coming back for another drink at some point. Um, A fun thing about the locals' new menu, too, is they have, instead of like a full menu, they're doing these tiny little snacks called pinchos. (laughs) They're like these one-bite things that you just order by the piece. So very excited to try those after the show as well. Um, So over the next hour on On the Scene, we'll be talking about a ton of events coming up and very shortly chatting with local comedian and writer Brayden Etienne and founder of Pinch, Ben Gorodetsky. We're going to be talking with them about the Together We're Boisterous comedy show coming up this weekend. But before we dive into our interview, Derek, ready to chat about some events? Let's do it. Okay, well, the first event that I wanted to give a shout out to is the Greenlight Arts Play that is in town. It opened last week. Um, They've had a ton of great shows, but there's only two more opportunities to see it. So Greenlight Arts brought in uh, Our Fathers, Sons, Lovers, and Little Brothers. It's a play that was developed and first produced by B Current in Toronto in 2019. Um, This play has had a lot of awesome recognition. It was the winner of the 2019 Dora Maver Moore Awards for Outstanding New Play and Outstanding Performance of an Individual in the Theatre for Young Audiences category. Um, This Kitchener show is part of a big 2023 tour with stops in Winnipeg, Montreal and Saskatoon. So feels pretty lucky for this play to be stopping in Kitchener. Totally. Um, It was written and produced by Makambe K. Simamba and follows Slim, a 17-year-old black boy in a black hoodie that suddenly finds himself in the first moments of his afterlife. So definitely a bit of a heavy topic, but an important topic for sure for audiences to engage with and kind of reflect on. Um, So there's just two more opportunities to see this show. You can see it Friday at 8 p.m. and Saturday at 4 p.m. So definitely something to check out for any local theater lovers. Derek, what are you excited to have happen in town this weekend? I got to go with uh, Friday and Saturday at the Mm -hmm. Apollo Cinema. Uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I guess I mentioned uh, when we were at the Apollo yeah. last that uh, I had seen the reissues of Star Wars 
before at the Apollo mm-hmm. when back then it was called the Highland. So it's always been a movie that's really for people of my generation. It's like to see it on the big screen is always fantastic and totally. amazing. And yeah, it's that that's where I'd be going. And I'd throw a shout out to to um, the Kitchener Public Library is yeah. showing Rogue One on Saturday at 1 p.m. But before that, you can, uh, from 11, mm-hmm. starting at 11, uh, they're going to have stormtroopers and an R2-D2 there, and they're encouraging people to come dressed up. So I think it's just a Star Wars weekend. So, yeah. 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 That, that would be my <laughs> thing. Yeah. Return of the Jedi on the big screen you can't go wrong with. And I love it. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, the Apollo does such a good job, like, choosing favorite movies that people are just like so excited to see on the big screen again (laughs) absolutely absolutely awesome uh one more shout out i'm gonna give for people that are maybe looking for some live music this weekend um at the yeti on friday night there's gonna be the band strawberry cough uh they have their ep release show with support also from wasted youth and burnaby so should be a really fun kind of alt rock night at the Yeti. The Yeti's also a, or just a great music spot. So you can check out Strawberry Coughs EP release. Tickets are $10 online or $15 at the door. For more events, you can always head to our website on the scene kw.ca and check out a ton of local arts and culture happenings this weekend in music, film, festivals, the stage and comedy so much going on all the time i love it (laughs) and speaking of comedy it is time for our first guest one of our favorite things to do here at on the scene is to bring in special guests to chat about what they are up to and how they are making the local arts and culture scene a better place my first guest brayden etienne is a writer comedian poet and performer He has performed at the Canadian Festival of Spoken Word, the Guelph Comedy Festival, the Ottawa Improv Festival, and Hillside Festival in Guelph. Brayden was the live comedy producer behind The Making Box, which introduced improv to thousands of individuals through hundreds of classes and shows. He just released a brand new collection of poetry entitled Threads, and he is performing this weekend at the Together or Boisterous Comedy Show. Welcome to On the Scene, Brayden. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, so nice to, I was going to say, when, when we met earlier tonight, I've met you before, but it's nice to sit down and talk to you. Yes, it's nice. I agree. Yeah, Brayden was running the sound at a pinch cabaret that I performed at uh, a few months back, but nice to actually sit down and talk. Yes. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your comedy show and your comedy journey, but first, can we talk a bit about your book release? You released yeah. a book a I know. Ago. That's very exciting. It kind of came out of nowhere, but it's very cool that it happened. Yeah, very, very exciting. How does it feel to have a physical copy of your poetry out in the world? Very surreal. It's like... Like, like most writers, I think, it's always a dream to like put together a book and put it into the world, but yeah. it took me over a decade to finally get something together that I was actually happy to, to put out. So, yeah. yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Did you do the design, like the arrangement yeah. and design and everything? Wow, it's, yeah, a, it's a beautiful piece. I love the, obviously the nod to the title, I'm assuming, Threads. There's these kind of 
loopy lines that go throughout and there's some pictures um places from your childhood i think yeah, yeah there it's our family cottage so they're all photos my dad took mm-hmm. um like after my mom had passed away yeah uh so i just thought it was fitting to kind of throw those in there my dad had no intention of being part of a book i kind of yeah. just <laughs> stuck them in there oh i love it yeah, yeah it's absolutely beautiful i'm very excited to dig into the physical copy i gave kind of a skim through the digital copy but really excited to uh to take a look through that yeah. um i'm curious when did you first start writing poems that you felt carried some sort of meaning yeah for a long time i was like kind of anti-poetry i have okay. like an english degree and i went through and i was like i just don't like poems and <laughs> Um, but it was really only the, over the pandemic that I started writing poetry. I took mm. a poetry workshop with Hillside. Um, George Eliot Clark ran it, uh, and he was very good at illustrating how you can use poetry as a way to find meaning in your life, and mm. that really stuck with me. And so from that class, I wrote my first couple of poems that I was actually kind of proud of. And wow. was like, oh, this is a medium I actually do like. And <laughs> stopped pu- pushing it away, you know. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were you writing before the poetry? What were you kind of focusing on? Uh, I had like some short stories or just like a novel that I would never finish. Yeah. So it was mostly just for me. Yeah. Um, and I had been doing a lot of like comedy and comedy mm-hmm. writing. So stand-up comedy and um, yeah, just things like that. Mm-hmm. Just like more like personal journaling and stuff like that too. It was more of a, I just wrote so I could understand what was going on in my own head, and then yeah. it kind of expanded from there. Yeah. Wonderful. And now, now you have poetry for that. Yeah. Um, you ended up performing at Hillside, both Hillside Inside and the Summer Festival. Yeah. Tell me what that was like. I've been to Hillside. I've, I've performed at Hillside with my band. There's a lot of people there. There's so much going on. The vibe is amazing. What was it like performing your original poetry in front of an audience there? <laughs> yeah, I felt incredibly uh, privileged and lucky to do it because, mm. you know, I think a lot of artists dream of doing a festival gig. And because I did this fest- like this class through Hillside, they were just like, oh, we liked your poetry. Do you want to be in the festival? So that's like my first poetry <laughs> gig is a festival gig. Uh, yeah. So... I think I was just incredibly lucky in that sense. So I felt very lucky and was just soaking it in. Just like very grateful to be there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious when I looked at the backstory of your book, um, you said that you were inspired by a 21 day writing challenge in the summer of 2022. You went to Hillside in summer 2022. Did the did the writing prompt start before or after or during? Like, did you perform at Hillside and then you're like, oh my gosh, I need to keep going with this? Or do you remember like the timeline for that? I don't remember that? exactly. <laughs> I think it was in around Hillside. One of my friends was like, oh, you're doing poetry. Here's a poetry challenge I kind yeah. of found online. Um, and the, the challenge was write 21 poems in 21 days and then we'll publish your book for you and you'll have a book. So that oh, was the okay. idea. Okay. Um, and then I did the challenge and I wrote the book and I had like most of it mm-hmm. ready and I was like, but it's not quite ready. And also <laughs> I didn't like their designs and yeah. how it was put together. So I'm glad you mentioned how it was put together because <laughs> I was like, it took me several months after that to do all that work. So then yeah. I finally got it done. But yeah. But what a good way to get started, yeah. honestly. 
seriously, just force yourself to get some writing out there. Yeah. Um, did you find that your poems uh, changed a lot from the time that you wrote them with the challenge to actually wanting to publish them in a collection? Yeah, they changed quite a bit. Um, there was like, I, I was working with my friend Melissa, who's another poetry friend, who was also at Hillside. Mm -hmm. We've like kind of been poetry buddies because we both started in the same class and been nice. doing the same gigs. So. Um, she helped me with this book, and so we did a lot of back and forth of like editing it. Uh, and then around Christmas time, before I put it out in the world, I wanted to share it with my family because it's about my mom and very mm. personal. So I did that, and then my family actually gave me a bunch of edits and thoughts, oh, some of which were like, uh, you know, correcting like how the story even happened or things like that. Uh -huh. So I'm glad I shared it with my family, and then. Once I got their feedback, I did one final edit and then put it out into the world. So it's that this version is the family-approved version. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that. Um, so the book is entitled Threads, yeah. uh, a story and poems for grief and growth. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, it explores the passing of your mom. I'm curious, is this an experience you had set out to write about or did it sort of naturally happen? I know a lot of the poems are based on email ex exchanges yeah. um, from you and your mom. Was that sort of a topic you thought, I do want to explore this through poetry or did it sort of just happen when you started getting into that creative mindset? It was interesting. It's one of those moments of like everything kind of coming together so I was doing my first poetry gig my friend had sent me this poetry challenge but mm -hmm. also July is the month of my mom passing away so she mm -hmm. was sort of just top of mind or always is um, and it was the seven-year anniversary of that happened so like the first poem in the book takes place when I'm seven and I just kind of started with that mm -hmm. thread of like oh here's you know I'm seven and then I went up seven years at a time and that was kind of the start of the story and then I just went from there so it was kind of an arbitrary seven number yeah. but well not arbitrary it was seven years since you passed so yeah. that's when I did it yeah wonderful yeah. what do you hope readers will take away from reading the book and exploring the poems I think the the main point is that when like meaningless or senseless things happen it, it can be it's it's up to you to sort of make sense of it and make the meaning and that's a very difficult and hard process and it takes a long time and it's an ongoing process so I think I want people to see that and just also like the idea that when when people pass on your relationships with people don't end those keep growing and mm -hmm. this was just another way to kind of re-engage in a relationship with my mom and when I put it out and shared it with my family, like she came up in conversation more and everyone kind of re-engaged in a relationship. Mm. So if people out there are, you know, grieving someone, the idea of bringing it up again and talking about it or um, growing that relationship is still really possible. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations on releasing a book. Thank you. Physical copies of your original poetry. Like I said, I'm so excited to dig into it, and I, I really appreciate you sharing the backstory behind it and how it came to be. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so you had a book launch last week, and you're in a comedy show this weekend. I know, yeah. There's <laughs> lots going on. Busy week for Brayden. Um, so you're performing at the Pinch Comedy Show. Together we're boisterous. Yes. Um, have you performed in a Pinch Comedy Show before? Yes, two. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Yes. You're a regular. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. What type of comedy do you perform? Um, I'm kind of all over the place. Like, I do stand-up and mm -hmm. I do improv, but this Saturday I'm experimenting with some things. I'm just telling Ben this now as he sits beside us, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try some songs and some, like, more sketchy kind of things. So I kind of, awesome. yeah, run the gamut of stuff. 
I love that. Um, who are some of your inspirations when it comes to comedy? Who do you love oh. watching perform or learning from? I like comedians. Like maybe you could tell from you know we were just talking about a poetry book and now I'm talking about comedy. But like <laughs> who kind of blend the form with other sort of art so yeah. like I don't know it comes to mind is like someone like Mike Brabiglia who's mm -hmm. very much a storyteller and has these deep kind of powerful stories he tells but does it in a very funny way or yeah. I'm also a big fan of Bo Burnham who's just like music but also kind of has a depth to the comedy like it's a little absurd and yeah and raw at times so um, I like those kinds of things where they push the limits of like just being funny and try to get into maybe some other other kinds of thoughts or Totally. Um, what do you remember from your first comedy performance? How long have you been performing comedy live? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, six years. It, it's funny because I kind of fell into comedy by getting a job at a comedy theater. Like, True. I never wanted to, like, never set out to be like, that's something I'll do. It's just the opportunity was kind of there. Yeah. Um, and through that comedy theater, one of the shows we did was First Timers, and I booked the show, so I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Put well, here's my first show, here. yeah. So I just put myself right in there. Um, and again, I'm very spoiled with first shows because that is an environment where everyone's doing comedy for their first time. Everyone in the audience knows they're doing it for the first time, so they're very supportive. Yeah. So I remember it being super positive and great. Uh, and then my second show was horrible. <laughs> yeah. The reality <laughs> yes. check. Yeah, the reality check of like, oh, oh those jokes weren't as great. That audience was uh, just a little generous. That's got to be one of the hardest things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like anyone who can get up and tell jokes and make people laugh. Yeah. Uh, it always impresses me, but yeah. it's got to be a, the, one of the most nerve-wracking things yeah. to like, especially if the jokes don't go over it and you're just like, yeah. Oh. yeah. You get used to it in a weird way. Like, I used to feel the same way, very cringy when people were bombing, but just seeing enough people bomb, uh, you're like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. You'll yeah. bounce back. And they always <laughs> come back, and they're funnier the next time. All and that's part of how the you process, learn, too, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh, what's been one of your favorite performances you've done so far? Well, that's a good question. I love TWB yeah. shows. They're the best, <laughs> the best shows, pitch yeah. shows. Um, That's why we're highlighting it tonight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did the Guelph Comedy Festival this year, which was really fun. Like, I used to be on that board and work for it, um, but I kind of stepped away. But they had me back this year as a performer. Nice. So that was kind of a really cool full, full circle moment. And it was like one of my first shows after kind of pandemic things had opened up. So yeah. it was just just felt good it was just yeah. good and yeah I had a set which is always good when you have material that works right now I'm kind of in the middle of making new material which is okay. always a comfortable place to be so yeah well it's yeah. like the workshopping process yeah. right you got to do the joke in front of somebody to see yeah. if it lands or night so yes. it's it's nice when you've done it a few times and you're like yes this does work this yes. does land yes exactly yeah. Um, so being part of the local comedy scene uh, KW and sort of Guelph as well what do you think it's missing? Do you think it's missing anything? What sort of, what do you think needs to happen in the local comedy scene to kind of bump it up, take it to that next level? I'm not. Or is it just perfect and awesome? It's not perfect. <laughs> Nothing's perfect. I think there's always room for improvement. Um, I, it's, it's interesting because, like, I feel like it's a lot of sort of independent groups doing their own things, kind of. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that kind of 
space makes for like good art and is inclusive in a way because everyone feels kind of on a level playing field of what they can bring to the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think like these comedy communities kind of feel very disparate at times. So it's like, how do they come together for one kind of show or how yeah. do these groups kind of start melding together a little bit differently? Or mm. um, So I don't know the answer to that, but it's it's a question that, that maybe we could ask. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's, I mean, part of our weekly show is that we talk about all the comedy happening and yeah, it's awesome to see Pinch is doing things and Rusty Nail Comedy is doing mm. things. And then there's a lot of like one-off events that yeah. are happening and stuff. But yeah, it would be awesome to see some collaboration happening for sure. Yeah. And like, I know there's a KW Comedy Festival, but I think it's usually run by Just for Laughs or something. And they bring oh, okay. comics from out of town. And mm. then it's like, it's like a big comedy event here, but it doesn't feature a lot of like local comics. So mm. it's how do you get all the local comics to kind of come together and do their own thing or their own show that can showcase everything that's going on in KW. Yeah, yeah. for oh. sure. Well, we can hope. We can hope. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just I think, manifest it here. Yeah, we said it out loud. So. And I, I really like TWV because I think Ben does a good job of that of like bringing in different types of performers and different yeah. um, mediums of, of comedic performance and putting them all together in a show. So I'm really always a big For fan sure. of watching those. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, a Midtown Radio is actually going to be at the show this weekend. We're oh, going to be recording it. Uh, and we're super excited to be there. Oh, so great. I'm excited. This is going to be my first TWB comedy show that oh. I've been at. I've been to the cabaret but really excited for the comedy show and can't wait for your musical sketch <laughs> comedy performance. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Very excited. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me, Brayden. Thanks for it having was me. amazing to hear about your poetry journey, your comedy journey, and very excited to follow what comes next. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> and if anybody wants to learn more about what Brayden is up to, you can go to their website www.bradenetienne.com For more info, you can grab a digital or physical copy of Threads, um, the poetry book, or check out any upcoming comedy performances. We are going to hear another song now from local rockers Burnaby. As I mentioned, they're going to be performing at the Yeti this Friday night. Here it is. Are you going to blow
just heard Strings by local band Burnaby. They're going to be playing at the Yeti this Friday night to open up for Strawberry Coughs EP release show. Welcome back to On the Scene here on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak. I'm here with my producer, Derek Rydell, and we are hanging out at the local lounge tonight, sipping on some cocktails, eating some olives, and having a great time. <laughs> I'm finished my cocktail. It was very good. <laughs> well, I'm still sipping. <laughs> um, before we hop into our second interview of the evening, we're going to be giving you our events rundown for the weekend. For a full listing of events going on this weekend in town, you can check out our website, onthescenekw.ca. At the top of the site, you'll see tabs for comedy, stage, music, and festivals and markets listings. You can click on each tab and check out all that is going on in the city. So this weekend in comedy. As we've been chatting about uh, all night, TWB Brewing is hosting the Together We're Boisterous comedy show on Saturday night at 7.30. Tickets just sold out today, but there's going to be a few tickets at the door if you want to come by early. In festivals this weekend at The Hub and Bobby O'Brien's, Pink Lemonade Records is hosting Stay Cold 2023. There's going to be a punk rock flea market, tons and tons of music, and tickets are just $20 to get into the market and music. In film this weekend at the Apollo, you can check out Cheap Thrills Cabaret performing with with a screening of Cats. There is a kids video dance party at sat on Saturday at 10 a.m. And you can also see women talking and Oscar night at the Apollo. At the Princess Original, you can see Marlo, a man called Auto, and my neighbor Totoro. At the Princess Twin, you can check out The Quiet Girl, Marlo, Living, Women Talking, The Whale, and you can see the Oscars 2023 live broadcast. Also, a bonus film feature this weekend, the Kitchener Public Library is going to be showing Rogue One, A Star Wars st- Story at 1 p.m. In music this weekend, a few highlights. On Friday night, Jesse Weber is going to be at Bobby O'Brien's. The Jersey Kaplanet Quartet will be at the Jazz Room. Alex Price and Pocket City will be at Sugar Run. And Ralph Bushmeyer will be at the Duke of Wellington. On Saturday, Lucas Stagg will be at the Duke of Wellington. Silent Sid is back with some funk papa roll at Jane Bond. Catherine DiClemente and Miles Finlayson will be at the Rich Uncle Tavern. And at the Yeti Bar, you can catch Mud Monster, Eocene, and Unkind Skies. And lastly, on the stage this weekend, at the Registry Theatre, they are going to be hosting illusionist Nicholas Wallace on Friday. And like I mentioned earlier, Greenlight Arts is presenting our fathers, sons, lovers, and little brothers at the Conrad Center on Friday and Saturday. If you want to get any of those event details again or uh, find a few more events going on, head to our website on thescenekw.ca. Well, my second guest 
for the evening is the creative brains behind Pinch, a hub for performing arts events and classes in Kitchener-Waterloo. Ben Gordetsky is a performance maker, writer, and producer here in Kitchener and has years of experience working in the arts, from creating and hosting Edmonton's experimental Dirt Buffet Cabaret, performing and teaching improv across the globe, and being a nominee for a Canadian Comedy Award. Since moving to KW, he now runs Pinch, which hosts regular improv classes, monthly cabaret shows, and regular comedy shows. Welcome to On The Scene, Ben. Thanks so much for having me, Allison. Yeah, it's nice to chat again. Last time we chatted for Midtown Radio was the summer. Mm -hmm. We were upstairs in my very warm uh, spare bedroom slash office upstairs. So this is a bit of a nicer space to meet. Yeah, it was a <laughs> sensuous, almost sauna-like experience. We cracked a window, but then the birds were loud or something was loud. But now we're in like an even louder space. So like uh, party on, man. I know. Um, so last time we chatted, Pinch Cabaret was taking off with monthly indoor shows. You were like selling out every month or getting close to it, running regular improv classes, and the Together We're Boisterous comedy series was on the big TWB patio. Mm -hmm. um, how have things been with Pinch this fall and in the start of the winter? How have things changed or evolved or... How have they been uh, going? I'd describe it as sick as hell, man. Yeah. The things are going great. <laughs> um, truly, truly a, a delight to get to continue to present so many diverse artists across disciplines, both within my, like, you know, heart song of comedy, jokes and bits and bites mm -hmm. uh, at TWB, and then a much broader swath of variety and um, and things with the, with the cabaret show. And... Uh, it's been amazing. Yeah, we've been growing, we've been blooming, we've been absolutely thriving, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I've been looking at some of the lineups for that you're having for the Pinch Cabaret and the comedy shows, and it's just amazing to see how many people have all these talents that they want to perform, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I would have never thought of going to see somebody doing that, or seeing this style of dance, or this style of performance. There's juggling, there's... There's improv comedy, there's dancing, there's there's just so much. I can't even list them all. There's mm -hmm. so many things, and it's really such a treat to have that all put on display mm -hmm. in town, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, variety, spice of life. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, <laughs> there's some truth to that truism. Um, and, like, also build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm always begging people to, like, what's your talent? Come. Yes. Come perform, come do do it in front of people for the most like warm and excited audience and um it's not for everyone but it's for someone someone's gonna yeah. find you absolutely devastatingly charming and that's there's no feeling like an audience getting what you're laying down yeah. I, I love making that possible for for a new performer and for a seasoned performer and and to like cross pollinate for people to like get out of their little silos and for like mm -hmm. the jazz bows to get out of the jazz room and for the dancers <laughs> to get out of their studios and yeah. for the visual artists to like kick down the doors of the gallery and be like, whoa, I'm on a bill with a clown. What the <laughs> hell? It's, it's so much but fun. It works. Yeah. It works. So anytime that I've been to a pinch cab ratio, I love chatting with my friends after and being like, oh, this one was my favorite. And they're like, oh, that, I don't know. I didn't love that one as much. Like, this one was my favorite. And yeah, something's always going to appeal to someone. You're exactly right. 
Um, for people that maybe haven't heard of Pinch before, we talk about it on this show often whenever there's a Pinch event coming up. Tell us a little bit about why you started Pinch, doing these cabaret shows, these comedy shows, improv classes. Obviously, you have a large background in this, but you moved to Kitchener during the pandemic. Um, why did you want to start this company, this Oh, for like gr grotesquely selfish reasons. I just <laughs> needed to like meet people. I didn't know anyone and the world was shut down and my only companions were my like infant children and the frogs in yeah. the pond nearby. And that was, that was a tough while. And so when there was just like the first nascent possibility of getting together with masks and outdoors and yada yada, it was like, I gotta meet someone. I got to connect and know that I'm not the only artist in town who is like, dying for an audience and dying for that feeling of um of live connective electricity mm -hmm. um so yeah it was the variety show was like how do i meet every single cool artist in town okay i'll just i'll produce a variety show because <laughs> then i get to meet the musicians and the poets and the yeah. comedians and the dancers and etc the drag queens um and then the classes came from uh, also a desire to share my love of improvisation. I'm a big believer in making stuff up. Mm -hmm. There's something really, really magical about spontaneous creation. It involves listening, it involves letting go of control and collaborating in a really magical way. Mm -hmm. And I've been improvising uh, for more than half my life now. I'm, wow. I'm 32 and I started improvising when I was 15, so I'm like, over the dang hill, you know? <laughs> Not that far over it, but but over it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just like deep within my being to to want to do it and to want to teach it, like to share what's, what's so fucking awesome about it. Yeah. And so uh, it also happened that the Making Box, who are wonderful pals, and who mm -hmm. Brayden, who was just on, uh, uh, works for them, they had pivoted away from public classes and public yeah. shows and towards a more um, corporate training, adaptability training that they're doing now. And so there was a vacuum. There were students who had done a couple of classes and were like, I I've tasted that sweet, sweet liquor. Yeah. I, I need I need improv. And I was like, hello, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I, I, I would love to share share my bits. And then also new people. And, you know, it's just like you build, build the community you want to live in and the community I want to live in is spontaneous. Yeah. You guys just did a, sh a showcase, right? Like, was it one of the class showcases? Yeah, that's right. There was, uh, we did an eight-week uh, pinch performance ensemble class, which okay. is a class focused on on performing and, like, kind of honing as, a, as an ensemble, as a group, mm -hmm. building group mind, building, um, building the trust that's necessary for that kind of a thing. I mean, nice. there's trust necessary in all improv, but... When you know that you're going to perform, it's a slightly different focus. Yeah, um, and with with a group of people that you have to put something together for this exactly. audience. Exactly, that, that exquisite pressure of like, yeah. the deadline is the end <laughs> of the class we're going to perform. So anyways, yeah, we did it at TWB Brewing, our, uh, our second home after the Button Factory. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, a gale time with students doing their improv sets. Uh, Rob Lewin, who is a pal from Guelph, uh, okay. was also running an eight-week class that somehow lined up exactly, and he's like, whoa, what if <laughs> my students came and did your student showcase, and your students came and did my student showcase, his nice. student showcase, and so um, they came. And then in the second half, we did a jam, where we invited, A, the improvisers, who had all performed, to put their names in a hat and mix it up and play together in unexpected yeah. combos, but also the audience. And there was like probably six or maybe eight People who had never done improv once in their lives oh bravely put their names <laughs> down. Sometimes they were volunteered by others, which was a bit iffy, but yeah. um, they all went up and they all crushed it. The audience was so psyched to support someone who just has this like glowing mix of, of <laughs> panic and joy. <laughs> it was really, really fun. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I would be on the panic side of things. Improv like makes me so nervous, but also I feel like it's so important. Like I always think it's something that I should try to do. Like what would you, what do you think people get out of taking an improv class? Like listening yeah. and, and flexibility in their, um, in their decision making. Mm -hmm. It's not going to necessarily make you a, a better decision maker, yeah. but it'll give you the like ability to pivot quickly, to listen, incorporate and communicate in a way that is more fluid and more um, present and live mm -hmm. rather than preconceived or, or like coming in with set kind of expectations or rules. Um, it really lets you be present in the moment and communicate mm -hmm. socially, professionally, artistically in a way that is like extremely, extremely live. And also, it's funny as shit. Like, yeah. it's really, really <laughs> good to make jokes. It's, totally. it's nourishing for the soul. Yeah. So, um, soft skills plus, plus jokes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so you started the comedy series at TWB um, last summer doing these patio shows. You said it's a second home now for this comedy series. Why have you stuck with TWV? What do you love about the space? Um, I love that they're like beer-loving socialists. The yeah. co-op <laughs> element is 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 rad as hell. I love they got a, they've got a huge sign printed that says "worker-owned, yes. community-supported." Yeah. It's like that's those are my people. That's the values I want to espouse and to like uplift. Um, in the art that I make and they happen to be approaching it through beer yeah. and I happen to be approaching it through performance um, so I love their politics I love that they're flexible and just like okay how do we make it work there used to be a hundred people on the patio in the summer how do we make it work <laughs> in a tiny 35 person capacity like literally a, a brewery. brewery it's yeah. just like a, a stinky yeah. garage <laughs> with like <laughs> tanks in it and um, and we figured it out. We figured out a great setup to keep it intimate and keep it live. And we fit about like 40, 50 people, don't tell the fire marshal, um, <laughs> in there. And it's it feels like really, really electric. Um, so that's what I love about them, that they were like, this slaps, let's do it. Let's figure out a way to make it work in yeah. the depths of uh, Ontario winter. Amazing. Um, so this weekend, Saturday night, is the next installment of the Together We're Boisterous series. Uh, tell us a little bit about the acts performing this weekend. Obviously, we chatted with Brayden earlier in the show, but who else is joining Yeah, him? well, I will, let's not move away from okay. Sweet and okay. Salty Brady too fast. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. And he's not only doing his songs and, and who knows what else. Um, like, he's doing his own solo set, and then he and I get to improvise together. Oh, We're going man. to do a he duo set. that out. Come on, Brayden. The first half of the show is all solo acts from okay. the, the comedians, the comics. And then the second half is an all improv set. That's the difference from the summer to um, to the winter is that we really honed in on the structure of the show. Okay. And um, yeah, so it's all improv in the second half and it's all with Braden. So we're gonna do a mix of short form games, like the kind of stuff you'd see on Whose Line Is It Anyway yeah. or theater sports. And then we're gonna do a longer thing, which is more like an improvised play or an improvised um, montage of, of things. So anyways, yeah. that's gonna be very fun. In addition to Braden, uh, we've got Lindsay Endersby, who's so funny. I had her on a couple months ago, and she just burnt it down. She uh, <laughs> produces a Fever Dream comedy. Okay. Um, they run, I think, bi-weekly on Tuesdays at the Rusty Nail. I might be wrong. But um, anyways, she's like both an extremely funny comedian who brings this like sly, mischievous, salty 
quality to her stand-up, but also is a is a producer, and I really respect that like desire to to platform others and to build mm -hmm. space. And anyway, so she's doing the show. I've had her on before, and then um, I also have Dr. Sarah Boston on the show. She's okay. um, I saw her at the Guelph Comedy Fest this past fall. And she's been uh, in my mind ever since. I wanted to, we finally found uh, a time that worked for everyone. Nice. Um, she's a doctor of veterinary medicine who does stand up. What? A lot of it is about <laughs> dogs, because that's her world. Okay. But she's also a cancer survivor. Wow. And so it's this, this mix of like, kind of pitch black cancer humor meets dog humor <laughs> meets like just she, she's come to this. Um, stage, this literal stage in her life behind a microphone through such an interesting pathway and uh, mm -hmm. her material is really good but she's also really fascinating as a human being um, so yeah, she's gonna do do her 15 minutes of material about veterinary nightmares yeah, oh my goodness um, yeah, so it's Brayden, Dr. Sarah Boston Lindsay Endersby and me I'm gonna do some uh, material as well I'm working on uh, songs. It's funny that Brayden's also doing songs. He and I also like. You can't see this on the radio, but we like now have the same haircut. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm gonna for this show. I'm gonna wear the same glasses as him. We're yeah. truly gonna be a, a, a bizarre, uncanny valley oh twinsy situation. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny that he's doing songs because I'm also planning on doing songs for the show because my pal Lauren Prusky, who is um, a visual artist and a poet and really really cool. She is do she's an artist in residence at the Art Gallery of Ontario, the big cool. the big one in Toronto. Yeah. The AGO their theme was humor and she got in with this project called Black Tie Soup Night. Okay. So it's like a black tie affair. Yeah. Uh, super formal tuxedos and gowns, but instead of drinking champagne everyone drinks soup <laughs> and she's like sort of bringing in um, primordial soup theory about the evolution of life on earth and also the like okay. the sociocultural lineage of soup as something you feed to sick people and oh like boil together anyway she was like ben would you play a, like a greasy lounge singer who sings songs about <laughs> soup so i've been writing um soup songs and the way i decided to do it was just abba parodies but instead yeah. of it being about love of a of a man it's love of a soup oh and um i'm gonna debut a couple of those because I'm, I'm trying to get those in uh tip-top shape for April 14th when when her show is happening in Toronto oh my gosh I'm so excited I'm so happy I'm gonna be there mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a big ABBA nerd as well so wow that sounds like a fantastic lineup so so excited I saw on Instagram that tickets sold out today yeah uh, very exciting congrats thanks uh, but there's a few door tickets if people yeah, want to try to come totally early yeah or, we'll okay. we'll stuff you in that garage uh, to within reason but yeah um, absolutely if you show up at uh, at 7 on the dot I bet you can probably get a ticket and awesome. uh, by George you should <laughs> if not they can just stand outside and listen or something mm -hmm. <laughs> wow well very exciting to hear uh, how well Pinch has been going I love following along with the journey of all the acts and just everything that you're doing for the community, cross-pollinating everybody together. So I, I love it. Very, very lovely to chat again. Thanks, Allison. I love, uh, uh, I love being in loud environments with you. <laughs>
That's our thing, maybe. <laughs> um, if people want to check out more about Pinch, you can always head to their website, www.pinchpinchpinch.com, or check them out on Instagram at Pinch Cabaret. Well, we're going to end our show off tonight with uh, one final song by a local musician who is also hitting up Stay Cold 2023 this weekend. She was actually in here earlier tonight. Um, this is a song called Confusion by local pop singer Clarissa Diacno. Distractions Distractions, bots are growing up, they never told you about Factor, fiction, what's to get away, what can make you stay Confusion is strong and you're stringing along Can make decisions, move into your rhythm Passion, false reaction just heard Confusion by Clarissa Diacno. She's going to be playing the acoustic stage at Bobby O'Brien's this weekend for the Stay Cold 2023 Festival.
Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. It's been a blast broadcasting here at the Walper Hotel upstairs at the local lounge. If you want to catch any upcoming events here, they are hosting a drag brunch at in the iconic Crystal Ballroom on Sunday, March 26th. Thank you so much to our sponsor, the Uptown Waterloo BIA, for helping us with this show every week. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, my co-producer Derek Rydell, who's been on the sound tonight, and myself, Allison Dijak. Special thanks to our guests, Brayden Etienne and Ben Gordetsky from Pinch Comedy. Tune in next week for another episode of On the Scene. We'll see you then.